the Lord is in the house tonight. The glory of God is here tonight. I feel like God is going to speak clear direction in some lives and hearts tonight. He's going to speak peace into your situation tonight. Amen. We're so honored to have Brother and Sister Cupstead with us. Didn't he preach a marvelous message this morning? Let's give him a great big hand. Amen. And tomorrow, Sister Cupstead turns 29, and we ought to give her a great big hand. Early happy birthday. We appreciate the Cupstead so very much and enjoyed being able to spend a little time with them today at the restaurant. And we may do a little more tonight. We're real apostolic. Yes, Lord. We're blessed to have them with us. I want him to come tonight and open his heart in the word of the Lord. Would you welcome one more time to this pulpit, Evangelist Ronnie Cupstead. We love and appreciate you. Preach your heart to us. Let's give that up to the Lord tonight. Wow. I feel like bunch and breeze. Can I just say one word? Wow. If that don't light your fire, your wood's wet. There ought to at least be a little smoke coming up somewhere, even if it's wet. Woo! My goodness. Has that thing got any ivory left on it? I thought the organ was tore up, and then it somehow another resurrected over there. Whew. This is a hard act to follow. I could just say dismiss and go home. I feel like I've been to church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother and Sister Lytle and choir, CLC choir, for leading us. My, 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 my. Sister Jordan, if heaven, I thank God he's going to give me a changed body because I don't think I could take it over there. I was kind of be kind of, there's flipping chairs out, getting around there. I'm going like, dear God, what do I do, what I do here? But I felt like a cow in a pen. I said, you can just take me on up, Lord. All I can say is that, Lord, if you're getting a bus load up, I'm ready to go right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I like to talk about heaven. I like to sing about heaven. Kind of like Pastor Jordan. I grew up on singing those songs. Amen. We're so honored to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for putting up with us and um, for hearing us. Wow, I thought half the crowd would be gone tonight after what I preached this morning. Uh, maybe it's a different crowd. I better be quiet because in case you didn't, wasn't here this morning, I'll maintain you for a few minutes and say it again. But we're very, very thankful. I give honor to my wife. And uh, I, I love her. Birthday tomorrow. Uh, whew, Jesus. As you get older, well, we just dismiss that from there. Uh, but I tell you one thing, I, I just 
enjoying the service tonight, and I said, I married into some good stock. Sister Cheryl made some stuff the other night, and she said, you know, this is good stock for soup. I said, well, put it on. It was good. You know, when you got a good stock, everything tastes good. And uh, I give honor to my not outlaws, not even in-laws, but to mom and pop. I've always made it my mission that I always will be my father-in-law's voice. He may not can speak to you, but I will preach for him until heaven comes in my view. Amen. I love and appreciate Brother and Sister Anderson. Somebody said, uh, you know this guy? I said, yeah, he knows me too well. If, if he knew I was coming for the purpose that I came, he would have had a shotgun. That's what he said. I'm just repeating the words you said, Brother Anderson. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't take this long this morning. I just dipped right into the Word of God. But uh, this may be my last time here, so yeah, I better, you know, just enjoy Spotlight. Y'all don't know the truth. I back up for I can see who I'm preaching to. Turn in your Bibles one more time, and uh, I'm excited about what God is doing in Frankfurt. There was a powerful display of people praying in the prayer rooms. That's priority. That's getting stuff out of the way. And you could have hung around home just for a few more minutes. But thank God for people prioritizing things in their life. And coming to the house of God in prayer. Isaiah chapter 29. And verse 8. It shall even be. As when an hungry man dreameth. And behold, he eateth, but he awaketh, and his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh, but when he waketh, behold, he is faint. And his soul hath appetite. So shall the multitude of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. You dream that you eat. But when you wake, you're still hungry. You dream that you drank. But when you woke, you were still faint. And your soul still had an appetite. I want to just preach. For just a little while, I try my best to be shorter than I were this morning. About dreams that never come true. Dreams that never come true. Father God, we thank you 
I am so tremendously blessed to even be called into the kingdom of God. I thank you, Lord, for giving us a word, putting it in our hearts. I pray tonight that there would be a transfer, an impartation, maybe a revelation, hopefully some inspiration that would lift us from where we are. Let us leave this place tonight, God, different than the way we have come. We pray your blessings upon this church and congregation, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them dreams that never come true. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. It is the very most ultimate goal. Thank you all. Somehow another lights kind of went down. This morning after I got through preaching, I, th I really thought about wearing my sunshades to the podium tonight. And then y'all would have thought I was Hank Williams Jr. Or, or, I don't know, some rock star or something. But I can see you now. The rain's gone. either it went that way one I I don't know I better do what I do best and that's preach and that's not really good at all either but uh, the very ultimate goal of the devil is to get people dreaming dreams of a life of fantasy you said something Wednesday night that kind of flickered something in my spirit about sin perhaps is a pleasure for just a season. That you said that you would be probably lying. I don't know if that's the way you said it, but you probably stated in some term of sort that you would not be right by saying, should I say it that way, that if you would say that there is no pleasure in sin, but remember, it's only seasonal. So the ideal goal of the devil is to get people dreaming dreams of a life of fantasy. Dreams that will never come true. You see, anything outside of the box of God. Anything without him in the center of it. Is not real. I'm going to help somebody tonight. I don't know who it is. It might be some young people. That the devil's been causing you to have some fantasy dreams. Ah, kind of walking on eggshells right now. But I'm going to tell you. Everything that glitters is not gold. And most of the time, if it seems too good to be true, normally it is too good to be true. The reason why that I want you to understand that anything outside of the box of God is not true, will not last, is John's Gospel 844 said, Ye are 
of your father the devil and the lust of the father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and though not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of the lie. You see, the devil can't tell the truth if he wanted to tell the truth. So everything that he tells you is not true. Somebody says, well, how do I know that it's the devil? Is God in it? Where is God in the dream? Where is God in the puzzle? Where is God in the box? If it's going to take you far from God, if it's going to separate you from God, if it's going to distance you from the people of God, if it means going somewhere secular in the world and not spiritually, I'm going to heaven. We sing about heaven. We sing about heaven. Saints of God, some people think, my, y'all are the most dreadful people because y'all can't be happy down here. I'm just a weary pilgrim on the move. I'm telling you, friend I've got something better yet to come anything without God is a dream that will never come true Mm. if you build your kingdom And you build your business. You erect all things down here. And if God is not the chief cornerstone of it. It will come to naught. It's the writings that it says on Christ the solid rock I stand. Why? Because all other ground is sinking sand. If you step off the rock, you're going down. If you get away from the rock, you're going under. you got to have God in your life. There's no other way to be successful than to have Christ in it all. He's got to be in the beginning of your day. He's got to be the first thing on your to-do list. I will not take a text. I will not take a phone call. I will not get out of my trailer until my first comes to pass. And that is he is first. I've got to spend my time in prayer. I've got to ask God to order my steps for today because I know my insufficiencies, my inabilities is so limited without God. I want him in my life. I don't believe that I'm just here tonight to fill a schedule because I really pray this. My wife and I both pray, Lord, order our steps. And if we're not supposed to be at CLC on September the 18th, then we're not going to be there. But if God sees it and he has it orchestrated, it will come to pass. I'm telling you because I want God in my box. I want God in my life. I want to do it like the Lord told the Israelites. If you have to wear it as frontlets, I want it to be a reminder. Everywhere you go, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. I want me 
to be the first. I want me to be the middle. I want me to be the last thing. And the very last thing when my head hits the pillow, I am talking to the Lord. When I wake up in the morning, I'm talking to the Lord. When I go to bed at night, I'm talking to the Lord. When I'm going through the day, I'm talking to the Lord. I realize that anything else without him is vanity. It's vanity. Go ahead. Strike out on your adventure. Go ahead and try living your dream. Try living in the rim and the perimeters of fantasies. Because God is not a dream. God is not a fantasy. He is reality. He is the only one that can take a mess and turn it to a message. He's the only one that can take a trial and turn it into a triumph. He's the only one that can take your sadness and turn it to joy. He's the only one, my friend, that can take a victim and turn it into a victory. Anything without him is less. But you don't understand. I I have these ultimate dreams. I I just feel like I've got to try it. There's people that's just hard-headed that they just got to try it or bust trying it. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. But let me just tell you to not listen to the dreams that will never come true. You need to get a hold of reality. You need to get a hold of the things and live for things that are real. And he is the only thing that's real I'm telling you friend the devil can't give you nothing but a lie 35 almost 36 years ago I was on my way it was Father's Day Sunday that I started revival in Ozark Arkansas never laid eyes on these people in my life they had never met me when they booked me for revival didn't know how ugly I was. <clears throat> By sure didn't know how gorgeous I was. GQ. Uh, but on my way there, I got just almost to Ozark on Father's Day. And there was this sign. Y'all will know what I'm talking about. Those of you that drove Interstate 40 around Altus, there's post wineries. And there is a sign, it used to be, I don't know if it's still there or not, Brother Lyle, but it used to be like a champagne glass with a big bottle of champagne that was tilted over and it was bubbling and it was really glittering. Oh, it, I'm telling you, it got a Pentecostal preacher's attention. And I don't even drink, never have drink, don't care to drink. It got my attention so that the Lord said, pull over, look at it real good. I did. I stopped my car. Pulled. I, I got off the road first. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. I pulled my car off inside the road, and I stopped. And I looked at that, and I said, man, how intriguing that is. That's so glittering, and that's so beautiful. And, and the Lord says, yeah, that's, that's, that's what everybody else sees. He said, but what they don't see is what I'm fixing to show you. He said, pull up just a little bit and turn your head around and look behind. 
And I said, what's in this, Lord? What are you doing? I pulled up just a little bit, and I looked, and it was at such an angle that I could see the backside of that glittering, beautiful, intriguing sign, and it was dilapidated. It was broken boards that the little, just a little good puff of wind, maybe they fixed it because if it's still standing, they had to have fixed it. But to make the story short, not long, is that the Lord showed me something. He said, you see, that's the lie that the devil tells everybody is that it's good for you. It glitters. It'll make you happy, bubbly, foamy. It'll excite your life. But what they don't realize is the end results is behind the scenes. It will leave you broken it will leave you just destroyed and dilapidated it's a lie you can't go by the dreams of the devil because that dream will never come true Luke's gospel chapter 15 records a father that had two sons and uh, there was one of them that I don't know. I don't know how in the world. He might have got it at school somewhere. He had a friend or whatever. But he got a little intriguing about what's outside the perimeters of the father's house. And, and so he told his dad. He said, Dad, you know, I, I, I know that eventually that you're going to die. And I'm going to get some portions of your good. He said, but I'm telling you, I want my portions of my goods right now. And th that really grieved the heart of the father. And he said, you know, I I love you and it's yours and everything that I got is yours so I'm going to go ahead and I'll give you the portions of good why do you want it says because I'm leaving the father's house you see I got aspirations and I got goals and I got dreams that outside of the father's house that I'm going to become somebody I am going to be a great person I'm going to have a lot of people that's loving me and liking me I'm not going to be shut in I'm not going to be cooped up any longer I'm not going to be under bondage to your rules and your regulations and your do's and your don'ts that's the devil telling you that you don't need rules and you don't need regulations you don't need godly principles you don't need good ethics to talk to you you need to get outside of the box because there's more out there so he said I just got this dream I've been dreaming this dream I, I gotta get out there I gotta live my dream uh, Brother Gentry and I was talking today and I won't say what we were talking about but I told him one thing I says he's in the devil's crosshairs These young men, all those of you, not just the, the, the Jordan brothers, anybody that is. Now, there's a difference between interested and committed. Because when you're interested, you do it at your convenience. <laughs> but when you're committed, you're willing to sacrifice 
the pleasures of sin for a season to sacrifice the pain whenever everybody else is out there doing it I'm going to be in a prayer room somewhere praying I'm going to be seeking the mind of God I'm going to be seeking directions of God for my life I'm depending on the life giver I'm depending on Jehovah Jireh the provider friend let me tell you don't believe the lie of the devil the devil will tell you anything to get you outside of the Father's house. He'll tell you anything to get you out of the box of God. He'll lie to you and make it look so truthful. I don't know if I'm hurting or helping, Pastor. But I'm going to tell you something. You in this service tonight that the devil has been telling you these things you need to do. I know right now that there are people that has once been in this congregation that is no longer here. That's outside the box of God. I don't know who they are, but you do. And there's people that's come through relationship with God. And the devil has deceived them and breathed lies so strongly until it's become truth to them and right now they're in that zone that they're enjoying the sins for the season but oh if they could only see what's going on behind the stage if they could only understand the end results of this dream is going to be a place that will be real and that's hell So the younger son said, just go ahead and give it to me. I want to live my dream. And so he went out. Y'all know the story. Bible says he had his money. And that's kind of the, just par for course. If you got money, you can go anywhere. You can be anything. You can buy your way. But you really know who your good friends are is when you don't have nothing and you're down to nothing and they still want to hang around you they want to say Spencer you're still alright even if you can't buy me no coke float oh Lord y'all know I'm David maybe it's that frap I don't know now I don't know y'all's lingo. I've been disconnected from the youth for quite a while. I'm knocking 60 on the door, so it's been a few years since I was in the youth bracket. But you see, the devil says, you know what? Come on outside. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Man, we're going to have a good time. You don't need God. You don't need your mom and dad. They're old fogey anyway. They make you pray. They make you go to church really when you know you know you don't really like to go to church. Yeah, you're like me. I had a drug problem too. I did. I, when I was growing up, I had a drug problem. They drugged me to prayer meetings. 
They drug me to search for truth Bible study meetings. My dad would every bit take that hour plus some. And my, I'm telling you, my, my backside would tell me it's dismissal time five minutes into the Bible study. And, you know, I just, I was drugged there. And then, dear God, when we had eight-week revivals, you know, Sunday through Sunday, and there was no rest nights. Oh, dear Jesus. And then the evangelists, they didn't have camper trailers. They lived in our homes, and dear me, they took my bed, and that really griped me to the core. Dear God, yes, I'm reading your mail. So why don't you just get out of the box, you know, because you know you really got some aspirations and you got some dreams in your life that you really want to really come big. Man, talent like you've got your gifted. Man, look at Dylan over here, dear God. He, I don't know, the poor elephants can't even grow husks fast enough to replace the ivories on pianos anymore. <laughs> It's just that kind of talent. And y'all say, you're meddling with them. I don't know y'all by name, so I'm having to mess with the Jordan boys. <laughs> I got mama sitting pretty close, so she can always slap me if I get too bad. Oh, now I'm just going to tell y'all something. I know how good you are. I know how faithful to God is, but you would be lying if the devil didn't give you a dream. At one time. At some time. You're not praying always. You're not in the book all the time. You're carnal. You get up in the morning and put your pants on just like I do. I'm going to just be thoughtful, very heartfelt tonight. There's this good looking girl walking by. My dad was wearing another preacher. And that preacher looked at that girl and says, Now I'm going to tell you that's something right there. That's as ugly as I can. I'm just telling you, that's pitiful. My dad looked at him. He says, You are lying. He said, Now tell, tell me the truth. He said, She's drop dead gorgeous. He said, Why didn't you say it in the first place? Now you done lied. Now you done looked. And I pray it didn't go no further than there. I'm just, see how quick this thing can escalate? You don't play with matches. And not expect at some time or another young men to get burnt. Young ladies, stay true to the call of God. Live the life for God. Don't let the devil sidetrack you with dreams that will never come true. I'm telling you, you will never make it without God. It's just dreams. And God's not a dream. He's a promise. He's reality. He's real. He's facts. But you don't understand. I got friends. I just want to get out there and try it. I'm just trying to save some folks tonight a little pain and a little misery. Because the younger son left the household of the father. You know the story. And the Bible says he went and he gathered himself with some friends.
Liar, liar, pants on fire. They were no friends. They were Satan's imps. The devil's got them strategically placed all around you. I'm just going to tell y'all something. You need to be careful. Because their spirits is walking up and down the corridors of schools. Help me now. You better hold on to your identity of who you are. And stand strong for your identity. Because if that spirit ever gets a question mark. That you're indecisive of who you are. They will ring your doorbell 24 hours a day. You cannot afford to let the devil know anything about the devil in your life. You need to stand strong with a made-up mind. I don't care what the devil throws at me. I refuse to let the devil cause me to dream dreams that I know absolutely will never come true. I, I look at these young men on this front row, Pastor Aiden Lytle. Glory to God. Ten-year-old Pastor Aiden Lytle, come help me, Aiden. You want to be a pastor, preacher? Come help me preach. Come on up here and walk with me just a little bit. Come on, it's your birthday yesterday. I didn't get to whip you. I'll do it now. Oh, he don't want a whipping. I don't blame you. Pastor Aiden Lytle, you got a big church? No? Do they pay your tithes? The tithes to you real good? You don't know. You better get to knowing your secretary. <laughs> she may be taking it on, spending it on herself. I look at all these young people. This down here on the front row a while ago. I saw them just jumping and leaping and praising God. They up here on the front row. It's all right to be called Pastor Aiden Lighter. Don't ever let the devil tell you that that's a big dream that will never come true. That's the kind of dreams that will come true. When you put God in your dreams, when you put God in your plans, I promise you, friend, you can look for it. Prophetically, prophecy will come to pass. Mm. I'm fixing to close. I know y'all standing on me. Y'all can be seated. I've always wanted to say that. He dreamed dreams. He bought himself a good time. He spent it on riotous living. Spent and lived all that he had. Thought within himself that this splurging of the flesh would just satisfy the longing of the spirit. Let me just tell you folks something that that dream will never satisfy. You will dream that you ate. But when you wake up, you're going to be hungry. You dream that you drank. And oh, it was good. But when you wake up, you're still going to be thirsty. Oh, I'm meddling with somebody's brain tonight. The Holy Ghost is speaking to me. I'm telling you, I'm messing where some of you are living right now. 
I'm walking deep right now. I know. Mm, I could just about come lay hands on you right now. The devil is the father of that lie. I got to say it, Pastor. You, you can fire me after church, but I got to say what the Holy Ghost is telling me. You husbands, you better not let women of the world. I don't know why I'm saying this, but you better not let the women of the world confuse you about what you got at home. Because the women of the world are living from paycheck to paycheck and just whose life they can destroy. But your wife cooks for you. She washes your clothes and she tends to your house and she takes care of your children and she bread for your children. Be careful about the lifestyle of fantasies. That's outside the perimeters of marriage. I don't know what's going on, but I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, that'll be a dream that will never come true. You go ahead. The Bible said she has got lips like honey. And she will wallow you in her beauty. But her steps lead to hell. Wise Solomon wrote in Proverbs. He said that. He said, go ahead. You go ahead. That'll be a dream that will never come true. Mm. I walked into the house of a drug addict. I didn't do it because I just wanted to go. I was fixing to leave my trailer, fixing to go preach. My wife and I was. There was a knock at the door. Who is this? Expected guest. Opened the door. Young man had gotten the Holy Ghost in the revival. He said, you got just a minute? I said, yeah, I guess. I said, we got to leave. Fix and go preach here in a few minutes. He said, I need you to go help me clean my house. I'm like, go get you a wife. Go call Mary maids. I am not a house cleaner. Kind of took an attitude right off the bat real quick. But the Holy Ghost zipped my lip. And so I didn't say what I thought I should have said. You know, so you said that. It would have really got out of hand if I'd said that. I says, okay, what is it? He says, I got to go get rid of some things out of my house. And I need you to go with me. I walked, rode in his truck with him. We went into his apartment. And I'm telling you, there was paraphernalia of drugs. I can't tell you what they smoked. I can't tell you what they did with it. I don't know. They was from anything from booze to white lightning. It was homemade whiskey, all kinds of stuff. There was uh, drug paraphernalia. There was crack uh, pipes. There was all kinds of, I, I don't even know the lingo, so I can't tell you. But all I know is that I filled up a black trash bag full of drugs and paraphernalia. 
I said, well, I've got a one-on-one audience with you. I said, dude, tell me, what is it about this stuff? He said, well, let me just tell you. He said, it's just like this. You, you get on one thing. And he says, it will give you that moment of satisfaction. And he says, and then it numbs you and you can't feel nothing after that. So you start looking for something else. And then you find something else that will give you another moment of satisfaction. And before you know it, you got all this stuff. Until you become unoperable. It's just you can't function. And he says, I want it out of my house. I says, I'm going to tell you something. We can fill this trash bag up. And I says, I don't know. I'm going like, dear God, don't let us go through a road stop right now. Pentecostal, United Pentecostal preacher evangelist caught with a bag full of dope, crack, heroin. accessory to the fact I said we can fill this bag up I said what are we going to do with it we're taking it to a river and we're going to throw it over I don't want it in my house no more I said praise God but you know what I said that ain't going to get it out of your house he looked at me kind of confused I said it won't get it out of your house until you get it out of this house You can throw it away and go buy it again before the sun sets. But if you empty it from this house and you clean up your heart and you make a commitment and not an interest, you're not just interested in a social life here and there every now and then. But I'm committed to the long haul. I'm telling you, saints of God. I'm telling you, young people. It is a dream of the devil that will never come true. Don't waste your time on doing it. Mm. It used to be only men that we had to really carefully address. But you women be careful too. For a long time it was common to see women holding hands. Or kind of hugging around on each other and thought of nothing about it. But I'm telling you it's serious business now. If we're live streaming I'm in trouble. But I'm tired of the devil. Given false hope, false fantasies to something that will never come true. Yeah. But the gentry stay strong. You beautiful young people. I don't know any of you, but I'm going to tell you something. Young lady, you sitting on this front row right here. The Holy Ghost has something for you. But the devil has lied to you 
numerous times. But I'm going to tell you something. You can be strong. Because God knows right where you are. He knows where you've been. And he knows where you're going. Quit, quit calling people out. All right, what's wrong with God changing people's lives? People get kind of scary when God starts meddling into their business. I can walk a little more deeper in this thing tonight if, if the Holy Ghost tells me to. I'm just telling you, there are lies that are from the pit of hell that the devil is telling you it's going to happen. It's going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. You go out there and get you a girlfriend outside of the God box. Go out there and get you a boyfriend outside of the God box. You go ahead and find you a woman outside or a man outside the God box. They, They will really give you satisfaction. It's a lie. I'm going to tell you, you will never experience change in your life until you are the one that changes. If you keep doing the same thing you've been doing repetitively, you're going to keep getting the same results over and over and over again. God help us. I know I'm just an evangelist and I'm, I'm, I'm evangelizing. Or either I'm evangelizing. But he thought to himself that this thing would satisfy the inward man until he came to himself. The summary of this message tonight is somebody needs to come to yourself. Because you have crossed borders into a strange land that you are out from under the protection of your citizenship. I wonder what in the world some of these American young people go into these third world countries what are they doing over there? They, they're over saying they're doing good things, but they're ended up getting killed. I'm going to tell you something. They're without protection. You can't walk with the devil. You can't live part-time for God and expect of God to be full-time to you. Somewhere there's got to be some balance that you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to full time this thing with God. I'm not going to be living for God when everything's on the mountaintops. Stay level. Stay level, church, because God is looking for consistency. He's looking for faithfulness because he's coming back after a bride who has adorned herself to be pure, holy, righteous without sin. Go ahead and stand with me. I, I, I apologize. I really do.
I'm not trying to be your pastor. You've got the best one God ever could give. Let him know it. But what I'm preaching tonight is a five-fold ministry of the church. I don't know anything, and I'm just telling you, God does. And I don't understand why God chooses to dump me into situations like that. But I told him a long time ago I'd be willing. Y'all be sure and you tell Pastor Jordan, don't get him back no more. Because he meddles where I'm living. I really wish tonight that somebody in this service would let some of those dreams go. If you only knew the plan that God has for you. If you only knew that it could be your next step. That you step into the plateau of a holy invocation with God. And the devil knows how close you are to that transfer. And so he's going to lie to you that much more. But you need to let that dream go. And you need to tell the devil. Not on your life. You need to tell the devil that you're going to live strong. And you're going to love your spouse. You're going to tell the devil. I'm not looking outside the box. I want God. In the box. Oh God. Come on, let's entertain the presence of the Lord just for some dreams go because they'll never come true you need to chunk it up it was just a dream I want something real I promise you if you'll make up your mind just like it was that younger son when he come back to himself and he went back to the father's house the father was there with arms stretched wide open you will come to this altar tonight and you will find the father that has his arms stretched wide open and he will love you and he will take you in as though you never left please let that dream go please let that Dream go. Jesus, oh. In the name of Jesus. Everything revolves. Jesus, you.
in the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Come on, we need to pray like we never prayed before. Young man, tell the devil no. Tell the devil no once and for all. Make a commitment that you're going to live for God. Come on, young people. Come on, mothers and dads. Come on. You need to turn it loose tonight. And you need to let the Holy Ghost get real in your life. Oh, don't become the next project of the devil. Don't let the devil take you in, suck you under. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. In the name of Jesus, there it is. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I made up my mind that I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm not going to listen to the lies of the devil anymore. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to walk with God. Yes. Nothing matters more than Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Devil, you can't have our young men. You can't have our young ladies. You can't have our parents. Oh, God, you've given us a heritage that we have valued and we will not sell out. In the name of Jesus, God, help me to be strong. Help me to be faithful. I gotta have God in my box. I've gotta have God in my plans. I need you, Jesus. Please, church, come on. Come on, shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Count on me, Jesus. Count on me. Count on me, Lord. That's it. That's it. Make that commitment to God tonight. Make that commitment to God. I won't listen to the lies of the devil any longer. Give me marching orders, Lord, and I'll march. I'll march forward. 
the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Use me, oh Lord. Get serious with God right now. Tell the devil he's a lie. Tell the devil it's over. The party's over. You have messed around with me long enough. It's going to be me and Jesus. It's going to be me and Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. You got a right to lift your hands toward heaven. One on us all tonight, raise our hands toward heaven as a moment of surrender. Would you do that? Everybody in this sanctuary, raise your hands.